Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and uh, Kathy, we have some very uh, special guests, uh, Colton and Alicia uh, Cardi, who are uh, the son and daughter-in-law of uh, Heath and Rebecca Cardi. We've talked about Iceland and doing some things yeah, there. Yeah, we were and... just in Italy with your with uh, Heath and Rebecca, so that was super fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really fun. And uh, um Colton and Alicia, uh, they'll share with us. They've been married, you know, four years. They have, they have one heck of an exciting life, that's for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm and, excited uh, to hear all about it. <laughs> they're uh, they're up in uh, Beaver Creek right now at, at uh, the condo that their family owns up there, and it's beautiful. Lynn and I have been there, and we love it. Uh, such a beautiful place. So, first of all, when people ask you where uh, do you live, what do you t- what do you tell them? <laughs> I think now we're, uh, <laughs> we tell them Colorado. Okay. We're actually at the house um, tomorrow in Denver. Oh, is that oh, right? that's so exciting. Yeah. But is... it's, not a, it's not a clear-cut answer. No. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no. uh, they've been, uh, they've been uh, different places, and they even spent some time in Iceland, and then they recently, and they'll share a little bit about uh, the Philippines. They've been in the Philippines since, since when, March or so? or April. April. Yeah, yep. Um, having some cool stuff going on over there. And uh, so we, uh, they just have a great story that we'll get to share. And uh, we love having you guys on and, uh, and we're looking forward to it. So I think, first of all, um, why don't each of you share uh, how you came to know Christ? How did, how did you personally uh, come to know Christ? Our audience always loves to hear those stories. So uh, mm-hmm. e- either one of you can start and go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, it's pretty simple for me. I was really young, five years old. I just heard the gospel at church, and at that point, God spoke to me, and it was very clear to me that I was giving my heart to the Lord. I obviously understood it in terms of a child, but it was it was a pretty simple thing. I went into a room. A leader I told took me and my mom into a room, made sure I understood, and I said, yeah, I understand, and I've never, never doubted it since, I think. At that age, I understood it in terms of that age, and then I've just matured since then. Yeah. Did you, uh, so you grew up uh, in a Christian family and uh, and then you obviously were involved in, in church ever since then and when you were five mm-hmm. years old? Yes. Yeah. And did you grow up in Colorado or where did you grow up? I grew up in Texas, close to Houston. Oh, excellent. Okay. Great. Colton, how about you? Mine was uh, pretty similar. I was seven years old and, you know, sort of the same thing, you know, just kind of like, felt God uh, impressing on me at church. And uh, instead of grabbing my parents or a leader, I just went home. And that night when I was <laughs> by myself in my bed, I was like, God, like, you know, I mm. believe in you and like, I'm I'm going to follow you. And that was, uh, that was basically my conversion point, I suppose. Yeah. I don't think that it really became like living and active until I was in my twenties. But uh, when I was seven is when I, I, you know, made that made that change sure mm-hmm. where where did you grow up what what uh, you mean you in colorado then or 
Yeah, I was in, uh, I grew up in like the Denver area. Uh, we traveled around a whole bunch, but I mean, Denver was home base. Yeah, cool. Well then, uh, how did it happen that the two of you met? What what were the circumstances for that? Well, we were uh, we were both minoring in Chinese, but we were taking the class for very different reasons. <laughs> I was actually <laughs> studying Chinese. I wanted to learn the language, and yeah, I I went to boarding school in Beijing when I was uh, a freshman in high school, and so I already spoke the language at least to the point that the university taught it. And uh, I was a garbage student, so I was like, "Oh, like I'll just take this and get an easy A." Uh, and I got a C. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he got distracted. Now, what yeah. uh, what college was that? At? Liberty University. Liberty. That's where we were. Oh, yeah. out in Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. cool. Excellent. All right. So you're now. Are you both freshmen at the same time? Um, we're the same age, but I was a year ahead. Okay. Um, I was a sophomore, and he was a freshman, and yeah. We, we took the class very opposite, very opposite personalities, but <laughs> we ended up going on a date and it went from there. <laughs> and you met, you met in this Chinese, uh, class in China, uh, in Chinese. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 We ended up being speaking partners because I was actually studying. So I was getting pretty good and he was already good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have to ask Alicia, what grade did you get in the class? I, I got a, a very good A. <laughs> Colton, what happened? I don't know. I was just, I was looking at the homework and I'm like, I already know all this. And I just didn't do it. I think you were looking at the girl. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> now, when, uh, when you guys, when you guys met, what did it, what attracted you to each other? Well, it was definitely a case of opposites attract or at least interest. <laughs> but then when we went on our first couple of dates, I remember the very, like the very strong thing that gripped me was like the first day he spoke about generosity and how much he valued that and just generosity mm -hmm. to the Lord. And to me, that was something that I valued a lot. And so I think it was those values we, we uncovered quickly. We were both in line as far as what we valued and we both wanted to serve the Lord. Um, so that's, that's what really gripped me. Mm. I think for me, I think initially at least it was like sort of a challenge for me. Cause I was like, Oh, like I need to get this girl, <laughs> I think our first date that lasted about four hours and she was very introverted and I probably talked for like three hours and 55 minutes <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good with silence so I'd, I'd like say something you know she'd give me one word answer and then it'd be quiet I'm like I need to say something else <laughs> but uh but no I, I I think after you know that initial sort of after the start I mean it was just the same sort of thing like a lot of um shared values we did not share vision <laughs> but uh i mean the values were and like what was important was um pretty much the same so yeah and so how, how long did you uh date uh before you got engaged and married we ended up dating for about a year and a half before we got engaged and then we got married a few months later yeah and three yeah. months later yeah so were you Everyone still... thought she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> were, <No>. you... <laughs> were you? Uh, were you? Still, like, were you still? Were you still at school then? Yes. Yeah, we got married the week after my graduation, and um, yeah, we got engaged earlier than my final semester. Okay. So that would have been the end of his junior year. Mm-hmm. Yep. That I mean, that's exactly my my uh, oldest son and his wife got married. 
I think, uh, well, they didn't graduate yet, but it was right after their junior year finished <laughs> and they needed, to, you know, timing wise. So it was like right after graduation because they had friends they wanted to see graduate and yeah. then the wedding. So that's why y'all's wedding date is so close. Yeah. <laughs> Same thought process. Yeah. And you're, you're, uh, uh, Kathy, your kid at that point, he, he was going to Baylor, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Both Joshua and Emily were at Baylor. And that was, uh, 2019. They graduated 2020. So, yeah. And did any of your other kids go to Liberty? I don't think so, right? No, none of mine did. I have lots of friends who did. Yeah, but, um, yeah, we have lots of friends too. This Liberty. Cornell's kids go to. Yeah, went to Liberty. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you guys uh, did you enjoy Liberty? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I was on the swim team there, so oh, I loved fun. having that both the athletic passion and just sharing the the spiritual bond with my teammates was really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talk a little bit about uh, your swimming because I know that's still part of what you do. Um, uh, how did that develop, you know, that you became so good at it and, um, and why is that still an interest to you? Sure. It's, I mean, I've been doing it since I was really young. I think I learned how to swim at four years old. I grew up in Texas, so it's hot. Everybody goes to the pool in the mm -hmm, summer. Mm -hmm. So they just threw me in the water. <laughs> I was, I was good at it. So I think my swim lesson instructors thought I was going to go to the Olympics, <laughs> but I just, I really loved it. And I was, I was trying out other sports like, like kids do and, nothing else really clicked for me i was tackling people in soccer i could not make, <laughs> could not make a shot in basketball so swimming it was <laughs> but i just i i went through a period like i think a lot of athletes do of feeling burnt out not wanting to continue but close to going to college i just was able to reignite my love for the sport and really find a lot of joy in it and i experienced that pretty much all the way through college just a really great source of joy for me i saw it as a form of worship um, just something that the Lord made me to do. I remember there was a quote from Eric Liddell, the runner. And it was like, when I run fast, I feel God's pleasure. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's how I treated swimming. It was like, that's sweet. Yeah, this is an experience for me and God. There was joy in it. I loved building up my team. Um, and so, you know, even after I graduated, I've continued to do it just when I had the opportunity to, because it's just a source of joy for me. And I just love, it's my favorite, favorite way of moving as a human being, <laughs> just mm, that's great. The water. That's neat. And uh, tell us uh, uh, what else are you occupied with in terms of your career right now. I know, including I think you're you still teach swimming, right? Yes, I'm a coach. I coached at pretty much every level now. It's funny because I regressed in my career. I started coaching at the collegiate level, and then I started coaching at the club level, and now I coach high school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I most love that though. <laughs> yeah, it's not most people's career path, but I, you know, coaching and just being in athletics in general is a very like constricting mm -hmm. thing for a lot of people. And a lot of people, it becomes their identity. It becomes all consuming. And I was, you know, I think the Lord taught me pretty early on in my coaching career, like, that's not going to be you. That's not your identity. That's not where you're going to be spending all your time. And so, you know, we, we can maybe talk about this, but he called me out. It called both of us out of what we were doing in Cincinnati when we lived there after getting married. And for me, that was collegiate coaching. And after that point, I was able to really reset and say, okay, where is my identity really? And when I came back into coaching later, it was a much less um, consuming thing for me. And so now I consider the high school coaching I do is just like a gift from the Lord. Like it's something I love doing. I'm passionate about teaching. I love being involved in my sport, but it's, it's three months of the year. Right. Just it's fun. I don't. It doesn't define me or my life or my trajectory. Yeah, yeah. What what other else are you doing besides that? So for me, there's 
I've been involved in Fellowship of Christian Athletes before, but at this point, still involved in some ministry. Um, it's it's kind of, it's still taking shape, actually interesting. <laughs> There's things going on right now that we're working through, and it's the vision for this has been taking shape since really 20, late 2021, and it it's still taking shape. But um, essentially, I'm involved in this project where we our mission is to testify to the transformative power of the gospel through story. And so I'm very passionate about sharing story, about story within communities of believers, um, just so that God can build up you know, the church through that, through his people sharing their own testimonies and their stories, kind of like what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, that's been kind of my ministry for the past couple of years. I've just been kind of leading the vision and just directing the activity of this, this blossoming little ministry platform um, and just trying to see what God has for it. But that's been pretty interested, interesting to see unfold. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Are you still involved in Fellowship of Christian Athletes, too, or is this all separate from that? I'm not, so this is separate okay. from that. Yeah, it's a, it's a little uh, little um, uh, ministry that they've got. Um, and you're kind of heading that up right now, right? Yes, I'm heading up the women's side of it. Yep. That's okay. so cool. So, Colton, try to describe what you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do a lot of different things. Uh, the two main things are... Um, well, one is just real estate, um, I guess, sort of development. Uh, like we get like larger commercial properties and we chop them up into a whole bunch of smaller uh, like business suites and we rent those out to small businesses. Hmm. And so we've got a couple dozen units that are uh, doing that out in Cincinnati right now. And, um, you know, past couple of weeks in Colorado, I've been busy with construction on the home that we're buying, which is unusual, but that was a gift from God. <laughs> um uh, cause yeah, it's, that's an interesting story, but, and then the other part of it is I do executive assistant work and sort of, uh, like management work over in the Philippines for a company that, um, like we've invested a lot of time and money in, uh, starting back in 2019. And so I, in 2019, I was there for several months. I got kicked out of the country because of COVID and, uh, I just went back out there for a few months cause I wasn't able to get back in for a couple of years. <laughs> Because the country really locked down, um, but yeah, so just like some executive assistant work there, some real estate sort of construction and management work here. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so, how often do you have to go back and forth to the Philippines now with what you're doing? Um, I mean, they would love me to live over there, but mm. uh, that's a that's a big thing we're processing at the moment. What what does that look like? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's something that we're actively processing and looking at, um, but they would like me over there a lot more than I am over there right now. I, I was just there for two months and our current plan was to be back for about two months. And then we would go back to the Philippines for three months. Uh, and then maybe back here for another two months. Uh, and so just kind of like a 50, 50 split. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're actively processing that right now and seeing, you know, like, does God want us to continue doing that? Um, should we keep going to the same place out there uh, and, and just sort of asking like what the next step is mm-hmm. for them? Yeah, yeah, they'll be uh, talk, talking about pursuing God's will, which they've been learning, uh, which has been kind of fun. Um, they had a, you know, Kathy, like your kids at an early age, you know, learned about abiding and then seeking mm-hmm. God's will, and God has certainly been, <laughs> been having them uh, understand a variety of things, and, and they certainly are 
following that without any uh, here's my plan and and uh, they don't they don't have a long-term plan they're just following God I love that uh, so uh, why don't you share a little bit about um, your experience with learning to abide in the vine and abiding as God and his word and then we'll we'll have you share some stories about uh, as you are pursuing and have pursued God's will which has been fun to see because they really have pursued it received mm-hmm. God's will and they know it's it's just here's my next assignment, not here's my permanent place, which is kind of cool. Right. Uh, so anyway, why don't you just share about your uh, you know personal experience as a couple uh, and individually? How how do you abide? How have you learned abiding? What does that look like to you? And and again for our audience, it's just sharing practical things that that work uh, of how you, how it works for you. It's it's been really unique for us. I think we had a unique introduction to it because we actually taught by his parents yeah. we were just on a little family vacation even before we even met <clears throat> rich and linda and the funny thing is i had been really i had been fasting and praying the week before asking god for wisdom i was like mm, god, I really want wisdom i was really seeking that in every area of my life and then we go on this family vacation and they're like we're gonna tell you about how you can hear god's voice and i was like perfect <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so it was really it was really sweet in that environment just to learn with family and be introduced to it and you know obviously his parents at that point that was in the end of 2020 I think Mm -hmm. they had just been on a retreat and they had just learned about it so they were sharing from a point of being very fresh and new to it as well but I mean for me it just clicked I I was a little bit skeptical at first because I lived my life thinking okay I pray I pray a lot but it's it's kind of a one-way street (laughs) I pray God does things yeah Um, Mm -hmm. but that it made me change my thoughts you know I kind of thought I could read the Bible and maybe something might jump out at me but to really think the Lord speaks often like frequently and he wants to talk to me and he wants to share his will with me that was that was eye-opening it was a little bit like scary at first like I mm-hmm. am I crazy <laughs> but you know the more it, it was like okay all right well he responded to me today but maybe that was just coincidence and then oh well he said something to me today maybe that was a <laughs> it just kept going and I was like all right well I I'd better just accept that he says <laughs> at this point so it did it clicked for me and even though I was skeptical at first it I mean, God just showed himself repeatedly mm-hmm. and yeah. there was no denying that. It was just yeah. a relationship. You yeah. don't deny it. I don't deny that he's my husband because he's just here all the time. He talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of it, isn't it? Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Col- Colton, how about you? Any, any, how, yeah, how's, it, how's it go for you? Yeah, very similar uh, start. I mean, same sort of thing. Like we were in um, Alaska with my parents and they taught it. Uh, to us like like you know like in the best way that they knew how it did not click for me the way it clicked for her <laughs> mm-hmm. she really latched onto it right away and was able to run with it and for me um um i i wasn't guarded against it i think i just i i really like understanding and knowing like how things work and why things mm-hmm. happen and um with abiding it wasn't so much like like oh like 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 here's the formula it's like mm-hmm. uh, this is a relationship with god and you're talking um, you know, to God and like, like if you're abiding in him and then he is going to be the one that's, you know, producing the fruit in your life. And, and it's his job to, you know, like speak to us and all um, and like show us where to go and what to do. Uh, but I really was hoping for a formula. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so it took me um, significantly longer, I think, for me to get 
to the point where I was actually like hearing and receiving um, just because um, like my heart wasn't really set up to receive that. Uh, and I wasn't quite sure how to, what the formula was to make it get there. So, <laughs> was that frustrating for you? Um, it was a little frustrating. It wasn't that frustrating, but I mean, like seeing Alicia, like receive a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, and just hearing like what God was showing her and speaking to her about. And I'm kind of like, okay, like, well, like, why, why aren't I hearing these things? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of it was just, I wasn't asking the right questions. My heart wasn't in the right place. I wasn't mm. speaking it the way she was seeking it. Um, but I think that really, what really cleared it up for me a lot was the abiding retreat that we went um, to in Nashville. Yeah. Nashville, yeah. Yeah, 21. yeah that was, yeah. that was great. And, um, and uh, I, I think that was like one of the first times that I really like, like knew like, okay, like God is speaking now. Yeah. And it was funny because one of those first things was uh, I was looking at buying another property out in Cincinnati and uh, and I had believed I got to neutral on it. And I'm like, you know, like like either way. And um, and, and so we were processing it and we came across the verse and uh, I, I forget what exactly it was, but it was clear that God was saying no. And I was like, well, okay, like maybe. At least she's like, I don't think you're neutral. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I, you know, awesome. that was encouraging for me still, like <laughs> the <laughs> fact that it was like, okay, together, that was one of the first times I think to, we were really together processing something mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, we had really, we took something that was like a question we didn't know the answer to, we were talking through it, we were sharing, you know, mostly him, he was sharing what he believed about it, what the truth of the situation was, and we were like, okay, well, what, you know, is there anything coming to mind? And for us, it was really just... You know, sometimes it's just an idea that comes to mind, but for us, we were flipping through the Bible and it was just something really popped out and it was, it was a little bit funny, but (laughs) it was just a very clear, like, that's not wise for you guys right now. So we, we didn't do it. And I think from there, it's still been a learning process and how to do that together. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. we still made a whole lot of mistakes, but it's just been since then a growing process and becoming better and better at being together and seeking God together. Yeah. And when you were thinking about, you know, going through that, even that scenario, um, talk a little bit about when you say go to neutral, uh, what did that look like in that situation? And how did you process that through and get confirmation that when God was saying, no, that that's not my will for you? Because I think, you know, Colton, I think you, you, you wanted to do it. Uh, yeah. And, but you were processing. So talk about, what did that mean going to neutral? And then um, how did you get confirmation when you realized that God was saying no? Yeah, I think for us, I mean, as far as the going to neutral part, she was, she could probably care less either way to begin with. But for me, it was just trying to get myself to a point where I'm like, I clearly think this is a good idea. I think we would make money doing this. Um, and at the time we were like living and planted in Cincinnati. I had other projects that were going on and they were going well. Um, and I was like, you know, like we can, we can just keep doing this. And, uh, and so my getting to neutral at that point, I just, in my mind, I was sort of like, okay, like if God says yes, I'll do it. If he says no, I won't. Um, and that wasn't obviously neutral, but, <laughs> uh, now I think like, like, like going to neutral now, it's just, it's, it's just a lot more like just releasing it to God and being like, okay, like this isn't mine. Cause if it's mine, mm-hmm. I care what happens to it. If it's not mine. 
Um, or like, like, like if I'm waiting for God to give it to me, like, or not give it to me, I'm like, I'm just trusting him. I'm like, okay, like, you know, what's best. You have a plan mm-hmm. for us. Mm. Um, like, 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 and if you're gonna like give this to us and bless us with this, like, you know, then hallelujah. And if you're going to not do that and you're going to do something else, like then hallelujah, like, yeah, like you know, yeah. you That's know what's great. best. And in that, um, scenario, I think it was three months after that, um, which I mean, it's a good thing we didn't get that building because <laughs> three months after that, God basically uprooted us and took us out of mm-hmm. Cincinnati. So we were. Yeah. And yeah. I, I could just add to part of the going to neutral for me, what I've understood it, like I've understood how to recognize the need as like, I'm always going to have my own opinion and like yeah. my own, you know, mm-hmm. the way I want to go, but I can easily tell when it's not neutral because a, you know, maybe I, I feel like either one of us gets something we feel like God is sharing with us and we're like, I'm not able to see that. And, you know, it's, it's, you dig deeper and you find it's from a place of like, you know, selfishness or pride or, or a big, a big thing for me was one time I was taking a master's course online and God, you know, Colton pointed out, like, you don't seem like you have a lot of joy in that. (laughs) And I was like, no, I want it. And I hate quitting. So I was like, I can't quit this. I started it. Like, but he pointed it out and I, I was like, I honestly, I wasn't at a point where I felt like I could take it to God because I wasn't willing to hear him say no, like stop. Mm. And so when I finally did, I, I started going to God to say, I'm not at that place and I want to be. It's He started revealing pride, started revealing that I wasn't open to his plan for the future. I was holding on to things in the past. And just so the things that were of me, he started revealing those. So that's, mm. the, that's the second indicator for me is like, there's a lot of like, you know, sinful self, like flesh. It's not just like, it's not just a desire, but it's like, there's, there's something tangled up in there. That's, yeah. that's sinful. Yeah. 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 I love that you're describing that. I don't think anybody has really described that as clearly as you just did on this podcast of the wrestling and allowing God to take you to neutral. I think so many times we think of, I just need to get to neutral. And you just described the heart work that was part of the journey. And even the heart work, that's an invitation that God is like, okay, I'm going to take this where you're not at neutral and I'm going to use this to sanctify you and refine you even more. Just stay with me, daughter. And you described that beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100%. (laughs) Yeah. That is beautiful. And then, um, uh, as you then, you know, moved through that um, and sought his will, what what did you come to that you believed confirming, yep, we now understand God's will and the answer is no at the moment, you know, don't do it. What 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 did, what did, what describe that a little bit in terms of how did you get confirmation? For you, do you have one? Uh, for us, I think I think it was just clear in the moment because we for that specific instance, it was, uh, we were both processing through that. And it was a very beginner stages of processing, but we, we, we were processing through that, uh, question about the building. Um, and it was just for us, it was clear as day and it was clear as day for both of us. And peaceful. It was very peaceful. I mean, I wasn't happy about it, yeah. but it was peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like settled. That's the feeling I used to describe sometimes now, because I'll either feel unsettled or I'll feel settled. And right. so Mm-hmm. There's, there's a settled piece. It's not like everything's okay, but I'm settled in it. Yeah. We didn't have like a whole bunch of questions of like, okay, well then like, now what? Are we sure? Like all this, there's just God was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, there's no resentment towards the Lord in it. It's just, 
it's like it, there's almost an excitement it's i yeah. mean maybe not in the beginning for you, <laughs> but like for me it's like once once he can deal with the heart and i truly am neutral then when i receive that answer and i'm settled in it it's like an excitement for okay well then you know what's what's next then yeah. it's mm-hmm. like an openness to um okay clearly you have something better then <laughs> all right let's see it yeah, yeah. Right. and when we describe that um you know it's a unity uh with the holy spirit because it's his will it's not a negotiation it's it's uh, you both mm-hmm. are settled in your spirit together with the holy spirit that mm-hmm. now this is his answer we feel settled about that and and remember his role which i think you're describing really well there is if it's not yet his answer he actually needs you to be unsettled mm-hmm. is it no not yet no not yet but ultimately when it's yes stay with it <laughs> uh, and you're settled now it's like okay got it um and I, I love what you just said colton is that we don't add to that and say well okay but what's going to happen next and what do we you know what about all this other mm-hmm. stuff <laughs> he just says uh, i'm just saying no <laughs> <laughs> I'll let I'll let you know the rest of it later. You know, relax. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. and that's the settling part. So uh, we really appreciate you sharing that. We uh, we want to talk uh, in our next session more about uh, how you process God's will to go to the Philippines, and then now you're in the middle of the next piece of that of uh, what what now, and uh, you don't have an answer yet, but you're kind of in the middle of it, which I think would be healthy for the audience to hear. So. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your beautiful story. Uh, it's exciting to see young couples uh, mm-hmm. uh, who you know just enjoy each other and now are enjoying God together and the adventure uh, that you're on, which is you know quite quite fun. So uh, we will pick it up again next session. Um, and thank you guys so much for uh, for sharing. And Heavenly Father, we just pray blessing over uh, Colton and Alicia and uh, this next steps that they're facing. Uh, may you give clarity to them. And just like they have been, they would get settled uh, what your answer is and they would enjoy that answer. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow with Good Times, End Times Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> we always do that. Um, and tune in next week to continue to hear from Alicia and Colton and just more of the adventure that God has them on. Yep. Thanks we'll see, for joining us. We'll see you guys us. soon. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.